Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Welcome everybody to the Animation Station Podcast. My name is Josh, and today I am joined by a very special guest, Mr. Yuri Lowenthal. How you doing, Yuri? Hey, Josh. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Oh, thanks for coming on, man. Now... For those of our listeners who don't know you, and shame on them, but for those of our listeners yeah. that don't know about you and your career, what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm an actor. I'm I'm mostly known for uh, for my my voice acting in uh, video games and animation, uh, from such games as the recent Spider-Man game to reaching all the way back to the, the Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time, um, and uh, a bunch of stuff in between. Uh, a lot of anime. Uh, sort of right, right, sitting there, and then the, the crown jewel being Naruto, and uh, uh, but plenty of other stuff, uh, Code Geass and Gurren Lagann, and uh, lots of other shows, and uh, and a bunch of American uh, original animated stuff, like uh, Young Justice and Legion of Superheroes and Ben Ten. Um, so that's uh, that that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> and you also do a lot of stuff with Unlocked, because I know you and Tara are pretty much doing your weekly streams as much as you guys can and i know i enjoy watching your your peanut butter story times oh thanks josh i didn't know i didn't know you were on with us i appreciate you tuning in uh no problem man yeah it's one of those like i i can never catch them live hardly because there's always so much stuff going on especially podcast wise so oh. but uh i'm a uh i'm a what are, what do they call us hosts or whatever it is I'm not 100% sure. Whatever the verified people are. So I'm able to go in and watch him. So I get to watch him. So like uh, yesterday, I think I watched um, before our stream, um, I watched you guys's one from, was it earlier on Tuesday? Right? Yeah. 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 So yeah, I got to watch that. That was really cool. Great. Great. Um, well, we have fun. Now, real quick, do you, did you always know that you wanted to be an actor when you were growing up? Like little, little young Yuri, uh, Yuri, you know, running around playing, uh, jacks i don't doubt you played jacks um playing outside doing all that fun stuff um is when did you decide that you know i want to be an actor like this is what i want to be i you know it wasn't until later um i didn't think somehow that acting was a job i could do i mean i did it as a, as a kid i made my own little you know radio shows and i you know drew my comic books and i played D D, and you know which is which is basically acting um I mean, it's, it's definitely sort of uh, my that, that was sort of my grad school for my acting grad school, um, growing up playing D and D. But but I didn't think that it was a job that like a normal person could get somehow. Especially, I was like, oh, I haven't had any kind of background that would lead me to that. Uh, I'll probably go into foreign service like my dad, um, you know, international relations, something like that. And then I, I fell in love with acting uh, in high school. Right at the very end of high school, I had I had sort of. Not ever really tried it because I was I was always busy with other stuff. I was, you know, collecting comics or playing D and D or doing sports and and then my very last year I was like, well, if you know, if I'm going to try this at all, I should probably, you know, I'm going to college next year. I probably won't do it if I don't do it now. Mm-hmm. And I did it and I fell in love with it and I continued it in college. Um, and I even continued it after I graduated college and had gotten a job. Uh, you know, I was still always doing that on the side and it was it was always the thing that made me the happiest. Um, and finally I just said, I got to go give this a try professionally. I don't want to look back in 30 years and wonder if that was something I could have done. Besides this government work will be here. You know, <laughs> we'll yeah. always be here finding water. Lord forbid the government goes down because we've got <laughs> real problems. 
exactly. Um, so, so I, I, I went off and, and, and tried it and spent, you know, ended up spending six years in, in New York, uh, just doing, you know, survival jobs and, 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 and experimental theater and, you know, basement theaters and, mm-hmm. um, and then, uh, moved to, to Los Angeles after that. And it was, it was only when I moved to Los Angeles and was looking for jobs along with my, my wife, Tara, uh, we were looking for acting jobs in TV and film. That was why we come out here. And, and Tara said, well, what about voice acting? And it only occurred to me then to even think of it. It was just silly because I grew up, you know, watching cartoons and playing video games. And like, I, I should have known that was a thing that, that was a job, but, mm-hmm. but I didn't know anything about it. And so we took a class and then we made a demo and, and, uh, you know, started sending it out and one little job led to another little job and another little job. And we got an agent and met some other people. And, you know, over, over the years we've, um, you know, we've, we've, we've built up our, our careers. So, um, wow. Sorry. I lost my train of thought there. No, but- <laughs> so you, you were a fan of animation growing up. So what, what type of stuff were you really into when you were, when you were growing up? I, I was into everything. Um, I mean, depending on, you know, what sort of stage of my childhood we're, we're talking about, um, but like I was watching anime before anybody like knew it was called anime. We just called them cartoons <laughs> that were like, cool, cool cartoons that were, you know, that were on after school, um, stuff like, uh, star blazers and, uh, and speed racer and battle of the planets. And I just thought they were cool cartoons. Like, and then, and then Robotech hit and I was like, Oh my God, you know, like I was, I was cutting school like so that I could, you know, at the end of the day so that I could get home in time to watch Robotech. Um, so so I was I was watching a lot of that, and um, you know, in any any kinds of cartoons that were on, I was I was watching it. And I graduated to the, you know, Batman the animated series and just a lot of the Warner Brothers stuff, um, Freakazoid and Animaniacs and mm-hmm. um, Pinky and the Brain and you know stuff that was stuff that was on that was that was cool and different. And then I, I fell out of and you know what was anime for a while, and then came back to it you know, just in time to get into like Akira and Ninja Scroll and Supernatural Beast City and all like super weird stuff, you know, that, that nobody was making, you know, in the United States. Um, and, you know, but at the time when I was playing video games growing up, there wasn't a lot of voiceover in yeah. video games. And, and now there's lots of voiceover in video games, thankfully. <laughs> um, so w- when did that start uh, hitting for you, like the video game p- part of voiceover? So, I mean, yeah, you're, you're doing stuff for um you know cartoons and anime and everything like that so when did like the video games really start to pull in and uh start start drawing you there i mean it was it was pretty early in my career i'd say it was you know in the the early 2000s for sure um and it it came sort of as a natural segue from from my my anime work in that i think the first video game i did was a video game that was sort of an off sort of video game version of SD Gundam Force, which was the first anime I ever, the first dub that I ever worked on. Mm-hmm. Um, but then video games were becoming a little, you know, more and more prominent. And after I got an agent, they were, you know, definitely sending out lots of auditions for them. Uh, and it's, you know, it's it's only exploded since then, I would say. Um, so this this is gonna be fun. Uh, you may not be able to answer it, but what's been one of your favorite things to voice, like f- uh, favorite characters to voice? And it can be uh, cartoons, anime. It could be video games. Um, it could be one of the um, the animated movies and everything that you've done. What's mm-hmm. one of your favorite things that you've gotten the pleasure to voice? 
you're right. There is no, it's, it'd be impossible for me to give you an absolute answer. Um, but I will say, I'll give you, I'll give you a handful off the top of my head. Uh, the, the aforementioned Prince of Persia, mm-hmm. um, uh, Ben Tennyson on Ben 10, uh, Sasuke on Naruto. Um, the Spider-Man obviously has been huge. Um, working on Afro Samurai, uh, yeah. both the, the, the show and the game, uh, was a, a, a huge treat. Um, I mean, the Gurren Lagann is still one of my favorite anime series I've, I've ever worked on or watched, uh, period. Um, you know, if, if, if I kept talking, I'd just keep coming up just with stuff. Just keep coming up with more roles. Yeah. Just, I don't, you know, that's I, a really hard question. Yeah. Yeah. I got to play Superman on Legion of Superheroes. How do you, I mean, where, where do you go after that? Oh man, I mean, because I mean, so this is going to be kind of a follow up to that. I mean, you've done stuff for Marvel, you've done stuff for DC, um, you've been pretty much everything. Where do you want to go now? Like, what is going to be your your pinnacle? Like, when you're like, I've made it, I've done all of these. This is where I want to go now. I don't know, man. I you know, the Spider Man game is so good. It's hard to think of a pinnacle higher than that. I just love to keep uh, challenging myself and. Um hope that I keep getting the quality of writing, uh, that I got on, uh, on Spider-Man because, uh, you know, it's, I, I will tell you right now, and probably most actors will tell you this, uh, we're only as good as the writing. <laughs> and if, and if the writing isn't good, it's hard for us to, uh, to, to be better. So, That's... so I just, I just hope that I keep getting better writing. That's perfect because I, I was just talking to Aaron Fitzgerald last night and she's she said the exact the same thing. She well, of course she is. She's one of my she's one of my dearest friends and one of my favorite people out there. Oh man! So uh, you mentioned D and D, and so obviously I'm not gonna you know let you go without talking a little critical role. Please, because like I I hadn't seen because apparently like for me I've only seen you in the because unfortunately I did not go back and watch all 300 hours. Of everything, but I would watch that one shot that you were in where they did the was the was the fairy tale cruise. Yeah, yeah, that's, the Mad Hatter. That was amazing. Yeah. I, I'll say that was so good. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. We had a great time. Um, I, you know, I love playing D and D, so it was uh, it was it was definitely a good time. And to really sort of, I mean, because I'll I'll be honest with you, when when I play D and D with my friends, it's I don't, you know, I don't, you know, put on a character when we're playing. It's just us playing, and you know, we mm-hmm. we talk a lot. And um, but uh, but that was that was super fun, and and I love Sam Regal dearly, and uh, he uh, he let us he led us on a, on a, on our merry way, and then just sort of I think was very surprised by a lot of the directions we uh, we went to 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 mess up his uh, his all this careful planning. It I will say it was great because like just watching you guys, I was sitting there and I'm like this this is fun because you guys are just doing whatever, like there's no like that's how you can tell like there's definitely no script like there's yeah. nothing everything is just go for it. Yeah, Dan was just letting you be like, oh you're gonna kill the Lost Boys, all right. I mean, that's, you know, <laughs> do, do that, that's fine. <laughs> Oops, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, do you have any uh, like favorite recording sessions? Like any any good stories or anything that you you remember doing? Someone that you've worked with? Something that was really funny? Something that was really sad? Just something off the top of your head? Yeah, um, you know, I I am very lucky, and then I get to work with a lot of cool people. Like the people in this in this part of the industry are are, are the best in the world, in my opinion. So it is really nice to get to work with talented people. 
um, on a semi-regular basis because a lot of the times it's just me in the room. You know, we don't, we don't always get the uh, the luxury to have a, like a full cast record on every project. But I will say, you just made me think of a a session where we were we were doing an animated thing for Machinima, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to remember everybody who was in the room. I want to say that Aaron Fitzgerald was directing, um, okay. and I may be wrong about that, but that's that's where my head is. I'm going to have to ask her if she remembers this story. Steve Bloom was in there with me. Nice. I nice. want to say it was a it was like a Mass Effect series that they were doing for Machinima, um, and the director was not a, a VO director. He was a, a film and TV guy, and it was not used to to directing. And so usually the the director will, you know, on rare occasions they'll be in the room with us, but usually they'll be in the control room with the engineer and they'll come over to talk back. And But this guy wanted to be with the actors and I was like, oh, that's cool. And uh, so he said he was in the room with us and he was directing us and and uh, we had to do just some efforts. You know, a lot of this stuff is just us doing various efforts mm-hmm. and I had to do some running sounds. And so I did some running sounds. He's like, ah, oh, it doesn't sound, um, doesn't sound real enough. Could you could you pick up your feet and really, really like run in place? And I sort of snuck a, a look at the engineer who was shaking his head because he knew and I knew that if that you was run the... in place. That's going to make sound. Exactly. Um, and so, but I did it because, because, you know, I'm, I'm, a, you know, a, 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 a obedient actor. And, um, and the guy, the director was like, okay, great. Uh, so let's move. And the, the engineer stepped in and said, I'm sorry, we can't use that. We can hear his feet hitting the floor. He's like, ah, I could see him thinking, you know, trying to, to come up with a, he said, okay, uh, hold on, let's try it again. And he, and he walked around behind me and stood directly behind me. And it made me a little nervous. I didn't know what was about to happen. And he goes, okay, go. And I started doing, you know, what? I, and he grabbed me by the sides, almost like he was going to tickle me or whatever, and just started shaking my torso um, with his hands. And I was like, whoa, what's, you know, what's going on? Um, that's, that is not how you have to ask permission before you touch somebody like that. Um, but he was, you know, he was just trying to make it more real. Uh, and I, I will tell you that I have never worked with him again. I've never <laughs> seen him again. Maybe, maybe, maybe voice directing was not, was not right for him. Not his thing. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, well, I mean, uh, c- kind of going off of that. So, uh, I mean, obviously you can't run in the booth because sound is awful. But mm-hmm. when you're doing your characters, like how how do you focus and try to get into that character's head? I, I know it's hard, especially for auditions. Um, sure. I mean, I mean, just doing the auditions that I know, I mean, it's like a piece of sentence and maybe. Right. Just like lines and you're like, all right, yeah, we'll give that a shot, see what happens. But, but uh, <laughs> I was going to say that's exactly right, though. You got You just gotta sort of uh, make a choice about it, not, and try not to worry about if you're gonna get it right. Just you know, be like, oh, okay, here's my take on the character, and they're either gonna like it and they're not, and or they're not, and, and hopefully if they don't like it, then they'll let me know what they would like. Um, but I think st- starting out strong like that and just saying, yeah, you know, just give it a shot, is great for for auditions. And then, uh, you know, once you've got the job, I've found that uh, rather than you know, taking all that onto myself as far as um, creating the character, um, I will work with you know whoever else is is in the room, whether whether there's a writer in the room or you know producer, the director, you know whoever is part of that project. They all have already a better idea of what they're looking for mm-hmm. um, than I do, 
And then I bring them what I bring them naturally. And then we sort of put those two things together and synthesize something that hopefully appeals to, to the, the whole team. Um, and so all that's, it's definitely a group effort. Um, but I, I always just sort of try to trust that they, they brought me in for a reason. And if I just sort of do it the way I, you know, think that I would do it, um, that they would be able to sort of take me from there and, and point me in the right direction after that. Nice. That's, that's very smart. Fantastic advice. Great. Great. I try not to give advice, but that's my experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anybody that you haven't worked with right now that you want to work with? Oh, man. I've worked with so many great people, uh, but they're... You could strange save me, just saying. Uh, you, Josh. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm sure there are people out there that I'm not thinking of right now. Um, but I do consider myself lucky for having gotten to work with the people that I have so far. There are a lot of people that you would think, oh, well, I'm sure, you know, you would have worked with them by now. Uh, but but there are still people out there who, you know, who do this a lot that for whatever reason, I've just never gotten in the room with. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the list goes on and on. Oh, man. Well, uh, real quick, do, do you have any um, advice or um, any uh, hot tips for anyone who is uh, wanting to pursue their dreams in acting? Uh, well, like I said before, I try not to give advice, but I will. I will tell you what what I have seen that has uh, that has worked uh, for me. Um, I would say, uh, don't don't wait. Start now. There's there's always stuff you can be doing because a first the most important thing I think is to find out if you like doing this. Mm -hmm. um, you know, somebody could say, "Oh, you've got a great voice. You should try it," or you know, you see it and you're like, "Oh, that looks like a fun job," but until you start actually doing it, and I don't mean doing it professionally, I just mean doing it, um, you won't find out if it's something you really enjoy the lifestyle or you enjoy actually doing. Because here's the thing, you're going to do it a lot for free and you're going to do it you know, through a lot of, you know, for, for, you know, hard times. And the only thing that's going to sustain you through those times is because you love it. Um, so, so start with uh, community theater or, you know, theater at your school or, uh, you know, making stupid movies with your friends, yeah. um, which you can do on a phone these days. I mean, you know, it's it's there. There's no excuse to to not do it right now um, and see if you like it. And then if you really like it, you'll keep doing it. And if you keep doing it, you'll get better at it. Yeah. And uh, there's a there's a, a quote I've never been able to find who it's attributed to, but it's something like um, what you practice every day or what you do every day is what you will become. So, so do it, you know, so do, so do it every day until you either become that or until you get bored with it or hate it and, you know, find something else that you want to do, but you can, you can start doing it now. There, there are plenty of things you can do for voice acting. You can, you can read aloud every day. Mm -hmm. um, you can you know, listen to the, to the radio or to podcasts or to TV and mimic things, whether that's commercials or, you know, animation, you can, you can be doing that every day. Uh, reading aloud is, is so much of my job. Uh, you know, every day I, I, you're, you know, every time I go into to work, you know, I get there and there's a script and a lot of times I've never seen it before. You know, they, they only give it to you when you get there and I've got to, you know, pretty immediately pull those words off the page. And the, the more you're, you're comfortable with that and comfortable with 
hearing the sound of your own voice and working with the sound, you know, working with your voice, um, the, the better you'll get. So, so that's my, those are my thoughts on the matter. Nice. Excellent. Um, and now you're, do you have anything upcoming that you'd like to promote or something that you're really excited about that's out right now that you just want to plug? Yes. 1000%. I just finished. As long uh, as it's not Spider-Man. Right. <laughs> right. Just kidding. I, I will, I, I will, I will definitely, uh, uh, sort of mention Spider-Man because it is out there and, uh, two of the three DLCs have dropped. So there's still more good stuff to look forward to. Um, it is, it is a fantastic game. I'm hugely proud of it, but I just finished a show, uh, called Orbital Redux, which is a, a live action sci-fi adventure show. Okay. Um, and it's on, uh, the, the Nerdist network, uh, the, on Project Alpha, which is the same, uh, channel. I believe you can, you can watch Critical Role on. Um, as a matter of fact, we were, our show was right before Critical Role, um, on Thursday nights for, for eight weeks and it was a live streamed, live performed sci-fi show where everything was live. The The music was being played live by a band. Uh, the, the whole performance was performed like a play from start to finish. All of the special effects, the visual effects, the sound effects, the edits, everything was happening as we were doing it. Oh. And it was this ridiculous high wire act that I still can't believe they let us do um, and, and even encourage us to do. Uh, but it's it's one of the greatest things I've ever done, and it's super fun. And you can, uh, if you don't have a Project Alpha account, you can, because no, nobody's going to hear this, right? This is just between you and me, Josh. Yeah, you can. Between you and me. Okay, good. Um, you can go sign up for a Project Alpha account by going to projectalpha.com or orbitalredux.com, and if you use the code Orbital, uh, you get a 60-day free trial. And because our show is finished and it is all. Um, uh, archived there, you can watch all eight episodes and then close your account and you won't have to pay for anything <laughs> if you just want to watch the show. Obviously, I'm sure there, you know, there are things on there that, that, that might appeal to you. But uh, I, I, I'm super proud of it. I highly recommend the show and would love it if people were to go out there and, and watch it. Uh, well, I, I didn't even know that was a thing, so I'm definitely going to go check that out now. And That's figured I would tell you about it. Yeah, see, perfect. See, um, and I know before I close my 60-day free trial using mm -hmm. Orbital, I'm going to go check out that one-shot, the fairy tale Cruise, again. Just because I think you should. It's fantastic. Excellent. Thank you. I've never gone back to watch it because I, I sort of live with the experience in my head and the way I remember it, and I know I know it's it's even more glorious in my head. Oh yeah, that that's that's usually the way it is. Like I'll record something and it'll be like, "Oh my gosh, that was the best thing ever." And then I'll go and edit it and re-listen to it and be like, "Oh man, I that sounded stupid." Yeah, so, <laughs> <I know. laughs> uh, yeah, same thing. We we actors are far too critical of ourselves, Josh. Oh, definitely. Oh man. Now, Yuri, where can everybody everybody find you social media-wise? Um, Twitter is where I'm most active. I will, I will drop out for periods at a time just so that I can actually get things done. Um, but, uh, at Yuri Lowenthal on Twitter is the, the easiest way to, to reach out and, and poke me. Um, and your, is your, uh, unlock streams, are they every Tuesday or do they kind of jump around? Uh, it's every Tuesday at every uh, 8 PM Pacific. Um, and, uh, we're, we're looking to try to maybe work some other types of shows in there, other type of, uh, interaction. But we haven't quite cracked it yet, and we've both been so busy, and we're, you know, fairly recent parents, and so it's uh, it's uh, it's tough to tough to schedule. 
Uh, yeah, I hear you. I mean, I've been working with Bryce. We've been, you know, bouncing a bunch of ideas around. Right. Um, one of them's going to involve me, you know, driving down to Funimation in Dallas. So I'm like, I, I'll do it, but it. I hope it works because that's you know, a six-hour yeah. drive. So yeah, like a road trip. Exactly. And we'll put all of the show notes and a link to um, your Unlocked page. Um, in the show notes so if anybody wants to they can go in they can click on the little uh, thing on their iPhones or whatever they have click on the show notes and you can actually see it and you can just click and it'll take you right there awesome and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast, on Twitter at Animate Podcast, Facebook and Tumblr, Animation Station Podcast. All of our episodes are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, anywhere that you can download a podcast, we're there. You can also find all of our content on our website, animationstationpodcast.com, and our unlock stream is every Wednesday night at 9 p.m., central 7 p.m pacific so check us out there um the, uh, we've got some good stuff coming so get ready we've, we've got stuff in the works it's gonna be fun. I, it's gonna I be bet fun. you do i'm now now i'm very curious uh yuri thanks so much for coming on man this was this was great right on thanks for having me josh again i appreciate it no no problem so for the animation station podcast i'm josh and i'm yuri bye everybody Hey everybody, the episode's over, but it was only 25 minutes, so we're going to fill some extra time with a bit of the news. So this week, we actually had a couple really cool things come out. Um, First off, in Netflix animation and French news, we had Miraculous Ladybug Season 2 Part 2 premiered on Netflix and look out next week when we actually have an episode over Season 2 Part 2 with hopefully some special guests. Um, Yeah, look forward to that. That's going to be fun. Um, Both of us really enjoyed the series, so we're very eager to talk about it. Also, uh, Disney has announced the newest Pixar original film, Onward, with... A, basically an all-star cast. It has a lot of stuff. We, we, don't, we know nothing about it so far, um, except uh, our good friend Gavin Audison over from the Podcateers um, thinks it should be about backward time travel, which I'm pretty sure is just, is just called time travel, but, you know, backward time travel. So, I mean, that would be interesting if that's the route that they go or route that they go. We'll have to wait and see. Also, we found out that uh, Three Below is actually going to premiere on Netflix December 21st. So the second installment of the Tales of Arcadia series. So following Troll Hunters, we have Three Below, which uh, has two of our characters that we met previously on Troll Hunters. Um, And yeah, it was really, really sudden. I, I had not known when they were going to do this. It seems really, really quick since... We had Troll Hunters, but, you know, I guess that's what we're going to get. We're going to get it right now. It comes out December 21st, so the end of this week, you'll be able to watch that. Also, and uh, big, pre- pretty big news that I'm very excited for, um, Makoto Shinkai announced his newest film. Uh, it's going to be called uh, 
Weathering With You, and it's set to premiere worldwide July 19th, 2019. And Makoto Shinkai is the director and creator of Your Name and Garden of Words, both wonderful anime that we've done episodes on. So definitely go check those out. Uh, let's see, what else? Um, yeah, we're, we're really excited. We have a lot of really cool stuff planned for 2019. Um, a lot of stuff on Unlocked. We have a lot of stuff podcast-wise. We've got some specials that are coming out. All kinds of fun stuff. So be sure and stay tuned. Thanks, everybody. Have a happy holidays. And for the Animation Station Podcast, I'm Josh. Bye-bye, little butterfly. <laughs>